we're all a little kinky in the real world. Hello and welcome back to Kinky in the Real World. And today we are doing another episode of the Monster Fucking Files. Number three. Number three. Yes. And um, today we're going to talk about merfolk, nagas, Mm -hmm. fairies, uh, swamp things. Yeah, all the half-human things. Yeah. And the non-feral kind. The ones that are more human than beasts. Yeah. So non-werewolves, they're in the next coming tier, if you're waiting for those guys. Um, But uh, yeah, now we're we're looking more at the ones who are a little more, uh, a little less hairy, I guess. (laughs) Right. They're more scaly for some reason. Lots of representatives yeah. of the sea in there. So Yes. Yeah, we do have a lot of uh, sea creatures. Um, though there is the whole, like, and I only say this because I'm kind of obsessed with them, uh, animal-human hybrids um, that are, again, non-feral. They're not like werewolves where they, like, completely change into beasts. Um, they still have their humanity. Uh, and uh, but they have animal parts. Yeah, and it, it's that's an interesting kind of dichotomy between the two types because um, when we talk about the the fairies and the mermaids and the mm-hmm. even the centaurs, you could go in that. And oh, centaurs, there yeah, is yeah. a much more um, benevolent aspect to them in mm-hmm. general. Yes. where they're not actually treated quite as monstrous. As the others no. on this list, the others on this list, there's very the sense of danger. They're going to kill you. Like, no, mermaids, yeah. like case in point, one of the most popular fairy tale of all ages is the little mermaid. She's not She's villainous famous. at all. Yeah. Um, there's more a sense of mystery around these creatures. They're, they're, they're like human, but not like humans. They're like, they have parts of nature, but they're, there is a civilization behind them that is not like, a savage beast wanting to eat you, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they might oh, cases, but... You're right. And then there's the, like, the sirens where, you know, kind of like mermaids. Um, well, see, that's the thing with sirens is initially they were not like... They were actually bird-like creatures. Right. Uh, or winged women. Uh, and they became associated... Like, okay, well, that's the thing. With ancient Greece, they syncretized so many other myths and creatures from all other... Like, from Egypt, from Syria. Really, the as far back as I could find the first mermaid representation, like, I'm sure it's not the first, it was from Syria. It was a goddess called Atar Goddess. Mm. And she became syncretized with Aphrodite later oh interesting and that's why aphrodite is often represented associated with fish and doves right that comes from atar goddess actually mm. but her atar goddess representation was often a woman with the body of a fish first mermaid but we're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very old like that was about 5000 bc so wow yeah old that's crazy yeah totally um, and we were also talking about um, selkies, which yes. uh, the seal uh, women, and the, all the and and interestingly, uh, their lore is um, associated like well they become like human they get legs they get you know become a human yeah they person. shed the shed their skin, health the, yeah the, the selkie skin and then they they come out as a human 
Mm-hmm. And so, and then the pelt becomes a part of their, um, like, uh, you know, bond with humans. Like they can be soul bonded, w- whether they give it to them. And you were talking about how they have to hide it. Yeah, in the original, there's a lot of folklores that repeat that pattern where (laughs) there's a magical creature like this where they give a talisman or the source of their power to the human. Usually it's a half-animal hybrid and the human has to hide it because if they're going to be real happy, but if the the creature finds it again, they remember their roots and they want to go back. So they'll Mm -hmm. split. So with the selkie, you get that, that, that there were two options. The selkie would give the skin to the person or the person would steal the skin. They'd see the right. selkie just yes. hanging out la la, and her skin's there yeah. and you steal it. And you're like, okay, now she's going to be in love with me, marry me forever. But if she finds the skin again, she's gone, you know, so yeah. you get that with the selkie, get that with a crane maiden from Japan. There's some also a lot in balkans folklore there's all kinds of various like swan maidens you know Mm. (laughs) this is a common occurrence apparently totally another another uh hybrid that i i enjoy um is the naga uh half snake half human person interesting fascinating um sexy as fuck in my head but yeah Like Melusina, that is the story of the wife who, that, that's from French folklore, I think, where the wife who oh. married, that she was the most beautiful in the land, we all know how it goes, and then this rich baron wants to marry her, and she says, you can marry me, but on the condition you never come into my room on Saturdays. Everything else is good. And then, of course, one day he goes, and it's because every Saturday she's under a sort of spell where she turns into this half-serpent maiden and then she sees her she sees that he he broke his promise so she just howls and disappears in the woods okay i don't know i think just you know yeah but that didn't end well but no (laughs) i'm sure she can find a better boyfriend (laughs) someone is like yeah snake lady that's what i want so becca's (laughs) looking for you maybe it's time for a trip to france right i'm looking for some bad woods Oh my God. Yes. Um, and, uh, fairies, we kind of threw that, those people in there too, or those monstery type creatures. Yeah. Cause I mean, with fairies, it can go both ways. Cause some of them, they're very friendly. Yeah. Some of them, they, they'll be the ones trying to kidnap people. Yeah. I, I mean, so they can, they're shifty, you know, <laughs> right. but very beautiful. Like I think Gorgeous. pretty much usually the rec- like people find them quite beguiling. So I figured, yeah, no, they fit. Yeah. And you know, they've got wings. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say like, um, for an example of mainstream culture, hot, hotness, uh, David Bowie and Labyrinth, Oh. He's very much like they call him the Goblin King, but I mean he's he's like mythologically he fits the the face. Oh. oh yeah, I mean yeah. he steals the baby like it's it's complete fairy right there, you know. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. who did not want to tap that? Like I mean, <laughs> who did not watch this movie? And we're like, girl, I was why like, are 13, you 14. I'm like, I wanted to get with David Bowie. I was. That's like, why 
my beef with all those kids, young people movies back then, like, I guess they still do it now. There's always like this, this amazing magic thing. And the kid decides that, no, you know what? I want a normal life and go back to high school and do my homework. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I'm like, Who, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> you know yeah. I don't know why. They, they, you can't tell the movies. They want to give you escapism, but not too much. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> remember, being a total plebeian at your high school is actually better than marrying the Goblin King. Like, no. Right, capitalism. <laughs> I'm like, right. the ball, I would have been like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I'd be like, give my brother back so my parents aren't depressed, but like, yeah, yo, career change. I'm here. I'll stay. Like, <laughs> freaking queen of the magic. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure he can still have the power to send a postcard back home. Mm hmm. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah, <laughs> that's everything great about this movie except the decision making. Yeah. <laughs> Totally sexy, David Bowie forever, and yeah, what was she thinking? That's yeah. the summary. Like people are the age difference. I'm like, oh, shut up. Yeah, it was, it was the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody watched Milk Manor? Give me a break, right? Oh my god. I mean, I would say Labyrinth is probably one of the '80s movies I I find the least awkward to watch oh yeah some of them mm -hmm. have aged so badly but i'm like yeah it's on really? account of the fact that this guy's a freaking goblin what do you want <laughs> you know yeah. you're allowed to expect a little bit of weird shit yeah happening, you know which is why monsters are cool right like exactly we can, we why we go there the rules behind bye exactly all those expectations and everything else go right out the window yeah yeah and that's that's really the beauty especially in this tier right there, it seems like the recurring appeal and the theme that comes back with the those type of mermaids, fairies, you know, half, you know, liminal beings, basically. I yeah. Think that's the thing. Is the escapism that you get to discover a new existence and a new world. You're new either invited culture. to it or yeah. you, you rescue one of them. Um, like there's often the fish out of water story, totally. like the little, little mermaid, yeah. like the shape of water, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's very, but much at the end of the shape of water, she goes with him. They exchange. Yeah. Space same with splash. That's actually, Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Famous mermaid movie. Splash. Uh, I love splash. I, I kind of feel like I need, I, that's another eighties movie that I don't, it's I'd a guilty have to go pleasure back. movie. Yeah. I have to go back and see if it's, it's it's really time. corny, but man, like, what do you want? It's yeah. It's Ariel Hannah as a mermaid. Like, you're. <laughs> I I'll, I always love the one scene where she's in the bathtub and she's like, oh, finally, and her big tail just unfurls. Yeah. The, the effects were good in that movie, so they were for back then. They were pretty impressive. Yeah. But I remember being completely enamored as a kid, just thinking the romance was high peak romance um, in that movie. So I'd have to go back and and see how that actually played out. But mm -hmm. yeah, and it, it's very you you have that motif there where it's like the human finds the creature and then tries to protect it or figure out what the hell's going on and, mm -hmm. and nurtures it. And then the reverse happens when he decides to join 
you know, mm-hmm. he decides to join that new world. And you know that she's going to be doing, you don't see it in the movie because they just leave, but like, you know that it's going to be the same situation in reverse where she's going to teach him her ways and it's going to be yeah. awesome. It's, it's yeah. a lot of bonding. Like, it's a very, the, the recurring theme is very much like, come to my world and I'll take care of you. Like, it's a very totally. warm kink, really. Yeah. And in um, most cases. Yeah, the, was it? I guess in both of those, and and what I was reading about mermaids was the whole mermaid's kiss. So once the mermaid has kissed you, then you're able to breathe underwater. Yeah, and that seems can... that recurs a lot. That happens in Hook too. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't. Or not maybe see... it's not. It's when Peter Pan falls into the water, like Robin Williams, <laughs> right? <laughs> falls in the water, and oh, he's he's unconscious, and the mermaids come, and they. They give him kind of like mouth to mouth underwater, and I don't. I mm. guess they give him breath, but like, right. it was just an excuse to have a bunch of mermaid kissing. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like, <laughs> good on you. Totally. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, that mermaid kiss thing—that's definitely some folklore in there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a big cultural exchange in terms of, uh, yeah. kink, you know, like you're. It's You're the appeal of something exotic and foreign and mysterious that that you you get to discover, or yeah. you know who wants to discover you. Like mm-hmm. that's hot because you think, yeah, I know I'm boring and a human, but you're like, hey, to a mermaid, I'm super interesting. You know, <laughs> like look, I use a fork. You know, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Like, again, that's another theme. Like if you if you find fan fiction. With mermaid, mermaidified people, that is almost invariably the situation. Like one of the two gets saved a and or lost, gets mm. nurtured by the other person, and there's a culture shock. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to figure out how you live, how you talk, how you breathe. Uh, but then it's bonding. And, it's that's yeah, how you build a relationship in a way. Totally. And plus you have like also on top of that, sexual differences like in terms of you know now it doesn't have to be a penis and vagina it can be like yeah yeah (laughs) who knows what it's gonna be (laughs) what does that well I know like the naga thing uh they talk about two penises they have the the depositor the egg depositor and then the seminated penis so you have like two you got penis. the double, yeah, you got double there. barrel shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the whole egg thing. Like I know oh, we yeah. talked, uh, we talked a little bit about that. Um, I forget was it which one was it? Maybe it was the very first one we were talking about um, uh, getting into the monster stuff. Because mm. uh, I was like, I did a little bit of research and found like egg depositor. Yeah, dildos. that was. You found the treasure trove. I was like, fancy, whoa. Fancy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I wish I, I was into egg stuff because <laughs> that'd be fun. Like, I mean, the thing is, is I have this massive no thing about inserting anything in that's not like organic and natural and supposed to be there by God. I don't know. You know <laughs> absolute terror of anything that shouldn't be stuck there gets stuck there is like 
not it is it is creepy to think about and um yeah that's yeah but i can totally understand if someone doesn't have that hang up i'm like guys there's some toys becca's gonna share that you want to look at because great i'm totally i totally gotta um uh yeah I mean, I want to use, I want to find another purpose for them. Like, I don't know, chasing people in the backyard like a Nerf gun. I don't know. Because <laughs> they look cool. Like, they were painted like, like fancy tropical sea creature colors and dragon. Yeah. I'm gonna, oh my God. Dragon cars. Totally. I'm going to share my screen for a second. So just to show you um, this one, because it's so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was so cool. Uh, like this one comes with like little eggs. Yeah, like I don't. Know, you can yeah, get it the looks eggs. Like off. A awesome, weird candy. You know, they yeah. They look at all the colors you can get it in. Wow, look at that. You know what I love? I love that. It twenty plus people have it in their basket right now. <laughs> yeah, we gotta find those twenty people. Hey, so. Uh, I want to hear about this. You got a yeah. full costume too, because that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, really, if you're gonna go to full color dildo with colored eggs, like there's gotta be other gear. Like, right? Come on, I told, and and why not make that just call it a a mermaid dick? Yeah, I mean, can sure. you imagine pairing this with like they have these super realistic silicone mermaid tails you can buy? Right. Just go for gold, you know? Yeah. Get one of those or, I don't know, have a nice sheath that, you know, you can stick your penis into. I don't know. You wanted I, to No, I'm pretty sure some, I'm pretty girl. certain some of them already come with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know the world. It's good. Like, it's good. Yeah. That'd be, frankly, the, the only way, like, that'd be a good way to, to make pool sex interesting. That would be super fun, actually. Yeah. But that would be crazy fun. Yeah. So yeah, what's not to love, right? It's slippery. Right. It's uh. But yeah, it, there's really that aspect of opening yourself to something that is different, and and really exploring and and op- like opening your mind to a either a culture, a creature, a body that is mm-hmm. different than your own, and how do you make that work? Mm-hmm. That's a big part of that kink. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, you brought up off camera this uh, scene that you had read uh, for the swamp thing. Yes. I mean, and... really, that is like in my, no, that's like the top <laughs> definition of a sex moment, like a sexual experience for me in my whole life. The minute I read that, I was like, that, that is what good sex should be like, in my opinion. And yeah, it's Swamp Thing. So for people who don't know, that's from a, a comic series, comic book series. And that particular run was by Alan Moore, who, by the way, is so... He is such a great comic book artist. He's one of the greats. But he is especially... He, he pushed the envelope on a lot of things. Like, he would mm-hmm. do a lot of very positive sexual representations in comic, which is like... It, it was far out, like, especially for the 80s. Like, that was in the mm. late 80s. But anyway, and yeah, that scene is essentially Swamp Thing and one of the main characters, a woman, she's human, and they, 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 he, he proposes to her. 
And uh, yeah, it starts off that the act is he, he grows a fruit out of his own body. And then wow. she starts eating it. And then like, it's basically a trip. Like she just merged, like their bodies merge together and she can sense through him, like all the powers of nature and plants growing and pollen. And it just goes for like pages. And yeah, it's, it's. So we're, we're t- yeah, we're totally, uh, Luna sent me a, a shot of it. So we're going to put that up on Tumblr for you guys to check out. Cause it looked, well, I read it. I was like, whoa, it trippy it's, and sexy. It's sexy yeah, stuff. it is hot. It's powerful. It's sexy. And it's very organic. Like you see just pulsating lights and tendrils yeah. and plants. And yeah, it's amazing. They were going to read it, but I was like, oh, the art's so awesome. We got to post this up and then everybody can experience it as it should be. Yes. In the, it's not yeah, the entire scene that I found because I could not find an entire like I actually had that comic, and now I don't know where it is. Uh, <laughs> it's in a box somewhere that I could not find. But, yeah, you know, you'll get the idea. And if you want it, mm-hmm. then buy the comic. Totally. Know. Totally. Yeah. Um, I really love uh, The Shape of Water for many reasons. Uh, such a great film. Um, but their sex scene was incredibly hot like the whole growing of it out of his you know I mean I love the fact that he went for it didn't even try to hide it it was yeah we're not gonna do a behind the door oh boy what's going on thing yeah they're like we're gonna make sure everybody knows exactly what's going on (laughs) and where it's going I mean and win an Oscar for it yeah yeah um and Again, we talked about this before with monsters. The monster in that story was human. Yeah, like, it's often the theme with these. Like, same with Splash. How yeah, yeah. She gets, it's it's very similar to The Shape of Water in that way, where it's like she gets kidnapped by these scientists who put her in a little tank and study her, and she's miserable. And, um, I mean that's what happens with with in the shape of water but except yeah. the, the 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 guy there is even worse like he's yeah, he's, he's so he's a bad. piece of shit about everything in life yeah Ooh. even his marriage made me give me the chills it was so creepy. i mean he's like he's everything that's not good like he's abusive yeah. husband he's he's racist he's a dick he's yeah. you know he's an abusive boss like yeah anyway so Ugh. yeah, the monster, but that that's a recurring theme with Guillermo del Toro and really with a lot of monsters in general where it very often, he, he like Guillermo del Toro is always on the side of the monsters. Yeah. It's always yeah. like the monsters are not the villains, period. They're, they're misunderstood. They're, they're often, they're the ones who are actually abused. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not there to be accessories to humans. Like the reason why humans think they're monsters is stupid reasons. So yeah but um yeah that movie really did such a gift to monster fuckers everywhere <laughs> in that it legitimized you the know, sexy it wasn't treated as a joke it was very no. much like this is a creature who is intelligent and who is beautiful and like why not right like i mean yeah that's the whole point the point is to kind of open up to the possibilities of and it the fact and- that she just openly lusted him you know 
found yeah, him fascinating like, and was like, weird. yes, I want to get down with that. I mean, every interview, every damn interview pretty much mentions like, so that fish is butt, right? Like, <laughs> that, that fish person has a very nice set of glutes. Yeah. And, and Guillermo's all like, yeah, I made sure of that, you know? He was giving, he just decided to give. That was just it. Yeah. And, and like you said, all monster fuckers are incredibly grateful. Um, weirdly, I guess, you know, when I started, uh, I guess maybe a year ago, maybe not even, uh, I stumbled across the, how I found monster fucking on Tumblr was actually through mermaid and stories. Um, and then that was tagged monster fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, it didn't, it wasn't Terracophilia, which we found out later is a tag, um, which opened up another door. I you know, know, that's a much deeper door, Charlie. Yeah. I love that, that you the can real door. The other was the window, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I, and, um, but yeah, I, so fucking mermaids and um, that sort of thing is like a huge, like, fanfic like as i would say right up there beside vampires in terms of who what what a character gets monsterized into oh yeah that that's like, why it was the tier right after vampires yeah it was yeah. on account of how really quite a like again it's you know how we were like vampires everybody knows they're sexy you say a vampire is sexy it's like well duh yeah mermaids <laughs> and like that's also it's pretty much the same where it's like, well, yeah, you're not going to be considered weird if you think... I mean, you can find Victorian era kind of porny pictures with mermaids, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they're sexy. Yeah. We're not... And gonna... there are scary mermaids, too, like like the ones in uh, Harry Potter. Um, yeah, they can be more, like, less of the you-who-come-hither type, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Although even in that case, in Harry Potter, they look scary, but they're revealed to be very civilized. Like, you know, there's the scene where Dumbledore knows their language and they, right. they, they like, they're not, they're not monstrous. They're really just a different people. Right, um, right, right. But it was refreshing that they weren't just sexy chicks. Yes. Yeah. Because very often it's just basically like, that's what you get. You just get the very. The like, Little Mermaid cartoon version. Yes. yes, like they're all the same chick with different color tails, you know. And um, hair. But I mean, you you got actually just on that tangent though. There is a game that one of my family members played, a, a young person, and um, it's called Cookie Run. Okay. And um, there's tons of characters, and one of the characters is a giant mermaid. Oh. And right off the bat, I was, and she, she's, she's powerful. She's like a, I think she's a villain, but anyway, but I was just like, I bet, I bet a lot of people are thirsting after her. Right. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, giant mermaid. <laughs> so two powerful. kings. Two kings. Yeah. This is it. Like, I'm, I'm like, you, you want a big, bad, badass giant mermaid. You're going to get some thirst around that girl. Like, yeah. So it's yeah, like, what is it? The uh, dumbest. Dumbass you, uh, the one from that video game. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Cover the that giant, giant tier, vampire. But, uh, there's something about gigantism that really hits the sweet 
spot for a lot of people and <laughs> we're gonna cover that why in two episodes but uh yeah. yeah but um so yeah mermaids if they're giant then you got even more to love more sushi totally totally um yeah and and fan fiction like we've talked about many times before like is a treasure trove of finding uh erotica around this oh, or yeah. just look up mermaid erotica you don't even have to look up fan fiction um but uh fanfic well, you definitely find more uh things there's the whole genre that we haven't even talked about yet specifically but you know that whole literary genre of monster erotica books mm. you, and you know you got like yeah. dinosaurs in there you know <laughs> You got entire Bigfoot series. I mean, really, why? Like, why didn't we mention that already? That's kind of really. I don't know. But like, it sounds like it's a joke, but it's not. Like, I mean, those books they sell well. They're they're around. You can go on Amazon and buy them, and there's there's lots of purchases. So it's a thing. So I mean, the thing is, again, I like. I don't know how they are. I haven't personally. I would say the the main reason I haven't read an entire one is. The cover art. Right. I, I do judge books by their cover art. Okay. I do too. I'm terribly guilty of that. It's terrible. As a graphic designer, you would think I would never be that. Uh, well, I objective. think it's the opposite. I I'm just like, designer, like, this you're like, the cover is like lame, super lame. I'm like, no. Oh, wait. Oh, thank you. Oh. Well, I'm so. <laughs> It happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, break. Uh, yeah, but okay, we're saying yeah, no, but the covers look, man, like if you're, they always use the super cheesy romance type cover, you know, and it's so dated looking, and I'm like, look, I know maybe you're doing that for camp, but can I get other covers too? <laughs> like, if you want me to read your book, can you please try to have something a bit more? I don't know. That, that looks like it's not going to be a complete joke. Because, I mean, you know, I, I want to read something that will have quality to it. I really don't care about what is fucking what, to be honest. Like, I'm yeah. open-minded. Yeah, me too. But I need to have... I need finesse in there. And that's why fanfic, you know, you can oh, find man. some really good writing and characterization just they put the effort in there and i'm like yes there you go you get the smut you get weird shit but you get good writing that's what i want like it actually shocks me because i've i've done where i've um i've bought like erotica that's you know self-published or whatever in a book had it read it okay i've read fanfic that is free that blows my mind is so good so well written so well done i'm like this should be in a frigging book not the stuff that i you know paid for and read and you know couldn't yeah, believe I mean, the there, in it. yeah there, there's bad fan like there's badly written fanfic too i'm sure but like, oh there is there definitely just, is yeah it's really the price is not what determines where the no. good stuff is like really no, not a bit stuff for free is incredible um but yeah and and the creativity i think that's also what is so great with fanfic is just people really it's a labor of love 
Like people it do it because they really just enjoy and want to create something they want to create. Like it's for the sake of creation. And that's why you mm -hmm. just get so much variety and just ideas that you would get nowhere else because totally. then they'd be like, yeah, but the market, it's not going to want that weird shit, you know? And it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure about that. Like, have you tried? And and I think with the internet, I mean, anything you want to search up, like you want to look up fairies, mermaids, Naga, Selkie, whatever, um, you type that shit in and you're going to find porn. Like whether oh. that's, that's oh artwork. I mean, that's like, what you find first, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, without even trying, when I'm on Tumblr, like just hanging out, I'm not even searching. I will see, you know... <laughs> People getting fucked, like humans, like getting oral sex from mermaids artwork, like yeah. just, you know, r reliably. It's, I'm not totally. even looking, I'm scrolling I, through and I'm like, oh, look at that, you know, and it's. I reblogged that on my anime uh, Tumblr just the other day. <laughs> That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> but I, I've seen several just in like the past two weeks that I can think of the top of my head. And it, oh, boy, you know what? It's, it's mermaid this month. Right. Oh, Mermaid. That's right. Yeah. So, guys. This is a timely, timely podcast. There now we go. is the time. You want to find some saucy mermaid action, it's the month. Like, you're going to find everything you want on Tumblr for sure. I think they do mermaid, like, elsewhere too. Like, probably Instagram. Yeah, but always. Instagram sucks. Get, get off Instagram, people, please. Yeah. I'm, I kind of, I feel like over Instagram. It's like Facebook. Ugh. I only yeah, go in there to connect. With I said, "Screw you, buddy! I'm not doing your bidding anymore." Like mm -hmm. I, um, yeah. yeah, don't need, don't need this shit. Uh, but yeah, I digress. That's a, that's another I wish, type of I wish monster all the, we don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Social media monster. Yeah, we'll leave that one out. Um, I wish all the people who were doing great monster fucking stuff, uh, especially just because I was looking at mermaid things, obviously for this podcast. Um, on Twitter would get onto Tumblr, but because of the Tumblr, <gasps> you know, stupid porn ban. Oh my God. The worst, the worst. It's ridiculous. Now, is it, if it's artwork though, and not like photography, they should be okay. No, because uh, I was getting flagged for artwork. Um, yeah. But is that the individual? Cause I think you got somebody playing tricks on you. I think, cause I, I posted some full-on nudity artwork. It's nudity is one thing. thing. It got flagged, but I, I appealed it, and they said, "Oh yeah, it's a drawing. Sorry, ma'am." Yeah, no, but nudity is one thing, but a sexual act is another. So where you have like somebody, you know, like a mermaid eating out a human, you know, or you know, giving oral sex to them, then uh, uh, they can't do that in art either. They well, would, they would totally flag that. I'm all like, nobody tell the people i've been seeing because i'm like yeah. don't touch them just hey i them. i never report anybody i'm like if i wish there was a this is an awesome post keep this forever you know button um because i know there are some people obviously who flag stuff and go find another platform i don't know oh honestly it's like you know the only thing i would ever flag is like you know hateful stuff yeah yeah that's it. Like, uh, like if somebody does, I don't care how gross sex they're having. I'm like, I can click out. I don't have to, to live. Okay. Like they exactly. don't deserve to be treated like rats. Okay. Because nope. they have different 
ways to live. Like it's just solidarity matters, especially in these Mm -hmm. days. But yeah, yeah, like free, free the boobs, free the mermaid (laughs) fucking. Free everything. Free the mermaid fucking. We need the monsters. We 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 do. We We do. We need the all the weirdness we can get. Yes, I agree. um, And, you know, and also another rich thing, you know, in terms of, you know, what you want to look for is um, for any of those categories today uh, we're talking about, go to Pornhub or RedTube or whatever, any of those ones where they have tons of uh, animated uh, porn um, in these. Oh, yeah, it's true. They have. I was like, whoa, okay, that blew my mind a little bit. So. Yeah, people get really creative with that stuff. Like yeah, they, they really. Exactly. I see a lot of three D animation stuff, too, on there. Yeah, I'm like, wow! Like you spent a long time <laughs> on some program to oh, you know, and on one thing to make it totally. <laughs> good for you, you know. <laughs> I content create sex content creators. I love you. You know, especially creative monster ones. This is just such a fantastic genre. And um, shoot, I was going to say something and now I lost my train of thought. Ooh, I hate that. Hmm. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I know what it was. Oh. Sorry. Around the animals, there's often like the alpha omega. Oh, uh, yes. Thing. Yeah. So there's like this whole pheromone scent gland, scenting, ruts, heats, sexual thing that happens. Oh, that's a huge kink. Huge. We're going to cover that a lot in the next tier because that's where the werewolves. It's much more, um, yeah. But you also get a little bit of that in the. um, You can get a bit with the fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Lots of, yeah. So, because they're animals. There's like an instinctual part of them. Uh, or you know a creature there's more of an instinctual part yeah um than say human totally mm-hmm. and well, much more still- enough, it's, it's liberating in the way that it, it's humans have things like that not not necessarily that's cut and dry mm-hmm. we have instincts too we are animals sure we too so like yeah. the, the beauty of that kink is really that it it allows people to reconnect with something that is actually there Right. Like it's something that that belongs to us that we are animals, we have some wild impulses too and weird slippery parts and you know, <laughs> we have all these things. We are these things and yeah. When we we pretend it's fantasy then it's you're allowed to actually lean into them mm-hmm. and appreciate them and then when you you go about your human life you're like, "Oh no, 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 no." Stuff. I'm above all those instinctual, you know, things where you know, I'm completely at panties get wet when I look at a cute boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but see, that's subversive, and again, yeah. and that probably goes with the fact that we're right here, right there in the open, saying it, and apparently that's not the status quo. You know, mm-hmm. like people like to have a little secret room where they do these things. They don't just go like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm. Just, right now you know <laughs> yeah well with the the that whole alpha omega you know kind of height it's like a heightened version of mm. a lot of our instincts like um, yeah they really come at the forefront and yeah like they they jack control, it up to, yeah. yeah 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 and again claiming and mating very much mm-hmm. 
like the werewolf angle and the the bestial angle is really when you just fully like transform yeah. into those urges mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is great my favorite yeah. team, <laughs> we'll dive into that one next episode yeah, sure. <laughs> well was there anything else we wanted to talk about with regard to our mostly human monster counterparts i think we went around pretty well yeah. i mean um that really covered the basics and the what's most mainstream about it i would say and you know very importantly you got to show off those really cool dildos yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> the egg deposit like, yeah to be a link because uh yeah people yeah. like that, and, I see that and, uh, we don't we've never tried them yet, you know yeah yeah once again we've never tried them we're not like you know we're not associated with this it's person not a review. we don't yeah, know and, how it works and but, we don't get anything if you actually click on the link at all uh but we thought it was cool as fuck so i was like i'm putting it in yeah we're free agents <laughs> we just saw this and thought what somebody can yeah. have fun with this probably like it's and if you do give us a review we told our tell us yeah. what it's like I or, you know, if you do some mermaid role play with, and especially if you got cool costumes going, please let us know. You can stay yeah. anonymous. Come on. Yeah. Give yeah. Give us a good, oh. for Christ's sake. We can't do yeah. everything all by ourselves. <laughs> we want to see. We would voyeuristically want to experience well, that. Well, we want to know. And we're sure you exist. We know yeah. you're out there. <laughs> and no. if you have, if you've got great like erotica or videos or content that you want to share about mermaids and that are this animal, you know, human hybrid thing, we want to hear about it too. Um, yeah, because awesome. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I always like these things. Like even mm -hmm. when it's not my per specific king. Yeah, monsters. I love mythology. I love monsters. I love stories, so I'm interested anyway. Like even yeah. if I'm not gonna necessarily recreate this, I'm I'm like this is interesting well, regardless. Totally. Like, Yesterday, like we were talking off camera, I just read a fanfic story about selkies. I'm like, what yes! are the odds of me finding that and reading it just before we're about to record? I was like, amazing. Anyway, it was really good and very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll put the link to it. Yes. I mean. <laughs> why not like i'm sure yeah. we we'll give as many resources as we can <laughs> to represent the cause totally totally and uh thanks for joining us for this week and we will see you next time when we talk about werewolves and beastie things thank you for getting kinky with us you're amazing and we love that you stayed. We hope that you join us again next episode with Kinky in the Real World. <laughs>